for all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. To the beautiful butterfly show, I'm your host Bianca Sai. Want to welcome you guys to another dynamic episode of the beautiful butterfly show, brought to you by no other than your radio network. Uh, as I always tell you guys, make sure you go on your Android, your iPhone, download our app. It's YRN 1328. You can listen to the beautiful butterfly show and all of the other awesome hosts and shows that we have on this program 24-7 around the clock. So make sure you guys download that app, enjoy it. And also, if you're interested, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, music artist, you want to get your music out there, you want to promote your brand, uh, you want to see what we can do about getting you those spots, those, those spots where people can see you and recognize you, email us. Email us at thebeeflyshow at gmail.com for your opportunity to advertise on our YRN 1328 app, you guys. And so, of course, uh, you guys know that tonight we're having another awesome guest. He This is his first time over here with me on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and I'm excited actually met him through a friend of the show. You guys know Oliver Reed was in the building a couple of weeks ago. And so now I have the opportunity to meet another fellow North Carolina, North Carolinian in the building, you guys. Uh, tonight we have Coach Martin Wilson, you guys. He's coming on tonight. We're going to be talking about his book, The Power of Our Choices, Choosing to Rethink Your Life. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to hear some of the things that are going on in this book and how you can have the opportunity to get this book and inspire yourself and other people as well. So you guys, make sure that you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let everybody know that Coach Martin Wilson is on the Beautiful Butterfly Show tonight. You guys, with Bianca Fly, I'm not going to delay it any longer. I'm going to bring the gentleman of the hour up on the platform so he can tell you even more about himself and this awesome book, you guys. Martin, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited about the opportunity. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It is my pleasure. I knew I had to be amped up. I've watched some of your some of your uh your filmings and your streamings and I said he's always on fire. He's always amped up. So Bianca Fly has got to be on fire tonight for Martin when he comes on the show. So I'm excited about having yeah. you. Yes, yes. I I, I actually uh, learn about your show through my my mentor and my friend, Dr. Oliver Reed. Yes, 
Yes, awesome, awesome, awesome guy. And uh, as I was saying, another fellow North Carolinian. I am also yes. uh, from North Carolina as well. So North Carolina is definitely representing yes. <laughs> over here definitely. on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Awesome. <laughs> so for the folks. For the folks out there, and including myself, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Martin Wilson? Martin Wilson. I am uh, a a preacher, a teacher, uh, now moving into writing, public speaking, coaching. Uh, I've always had a love for being able to encourage people, to build people, to try to see people go to that next level uh, in their lives. Uh, I've seen a lot of people who gain knowledge and and hoard it and hold on to it, but I'm right. learning to just give it away, just give it away and to to encourage people to go higher and be successful. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and for you personally, how does that feel to be able to you know share um, even your personal experiences, but also encourage? And um, emote and motivate those because nowadays and times we see we see so much negativity, unfortunately. You know, in the media, things that are happening in in our communities, uh, in other countries. Uh, so, how for you? How important is it that you continue to to sow those seeds of positivity and inspiration um, into other people? Well, I, I really believe, and I, I think I, I I first heard my wife quote it that we're only as successful as the people that we build, the people that we influence, the people that we pour right. into. And I really believe if we're not pouring into uh, other individuals, we're not lifting other individuals, that we're really going to eventually get to a place where we're stagnant ourselves. Absolutely. 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 And for you um, on this journey um, of becoming uh, a speaker, life coach, inspirational coach, all those things, marriage coach um, for you. Um, What was your personal journey um, in discovering who Martin is? Because a lot of times, uh, you know, we we go through life and and we think we want to go down another path and that's not necessarily the way that we should go. And so for you, what was your personal journey on discovering what you needed to do in life and, and, and where you needed to be headed? Well, I would have to say that 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 flower, if you will, it unfolded uh, somewhat slowly in the beginning because yeah. a lot of times we get caught up in what everybody feels that you should be doing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you've got certain gifts, that, but and I've even learned that that your gifts can trick you uh, because I used to mm. be. A, a musician that liked to preach, but then I ended up being a preacher who liked to do music. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it evolved. And even the preaching took on another level. I went from, mm-hmm. uh, I often tell people when I got 30 years old, I got tired of sweating out my suit. So I went from, from uh, T.D. Jakes <laughs> to Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> so that, that transition took place. To where I realized, okay, I don't have, and I think one of the main things that really helped me was when I realized I don't have to impress anybody. That if I can just be authentic in who I am and present Mm -hmm. what is being given to me that I'm learning from myself, that I'm going to be able to reach people and touch people and and to be able to really impact those around me. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's, you know, a hard thing for some people to do, especially, um, you know, it, depending on what kind of family, you know, you're growing up in in, in, in your social realm. Um, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. us, um, our parents, especially, you know, if, you, if your parents are in the church and, and your daddy is a preacher or your granddaddy, everybody <laughs> always assumes that this is what you should be doing. You shouldn't be doing anything yes. else. You know, but but these certain things, and so sometimes you know we gotta kind of step out of those avenues and show people yeah. that you know, well, there's there's other stuff that I can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good at something else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask you, you know, going through this journey of of deciding uh, where you were headed, what were um, some of your personal struggles, um, actually getting to the point, you know, where I'm okay with what I'm doing because a lot of times we 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 are you know, we are given that inspiration that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but we, we kinda mm-hmm. are not fully into it. We're not engaged fully into what we need to be doing. So what were your struggles in deciding, you know, okay, this this is what I, I truly am supposed to do. Well, well, I think the biggest the biggest hurdle, and I mentioned it just a few minutes ago, is getting past what others thought and how yeah, I thought yeah. others would feel. And then the second really big one for me, and I, I often tell people that I really think I didn't grow up until <laughs> I was about 30, 30 years old, and um, one, and I, I often count him as one of my my mentors, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And, and there was a mm-hmm. principle that he taught, and it said that we have to take 100% responsibility for our life. And that Absolutely. was so transforming to me because mm-hmm. when, a lot of times we're around so many people that are blaming everybody else for the way they are. Yeah. But when I realized yeah. that by taking that responsibility for my life, I now have my hands on the sterning wheel. I can determine right which direction I want to take my life. So that was a really a turning point for me to realize that my life is not out of my control. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And and it's one of those things, you know, oftentimes, and and I love how you mentioned, you know, you had to grow up at that age. And I actually did a show uh, years ago called Learning to Grow Up When You're Already Grown. Uh, You know, and and because... (laughs) I feel you. I feel you on that. And so, because you know, we we have those moments. Um, I know I did. Yeah. I, I had them. Um, in my in my late twenties, where I was like, "All right, <laughs> it, it's time to get it's time to to get things in order. It's time to get right." Um, you know, because that sometimes we consider ourselves grown, but we we're not yeah. really taking on the grown responsibility of life and, and the choices exactly. that we make. Exactly. You know. So. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. And so one of the things, especially uh, besides being an author, uh, you also um, are a relationship coach. What made you decide? Because we hear, you know, we have a lot of relationship coaches and marriage coaches. What made Martin decide, you know what, I'm going to help those in relationships and, and marriages that are that are dealing with some things. What made you decide you wanted to go in that realm as well? Uh, divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, divorce, divorce will divorce will make you pick a you you will either it will either make you or break you. Yeah. So yeah. I've had enough bad situations mm-hmm. that 
I, I when I when it, you know you take on the title relationship coach, but it is really more or less me coming, sitting down with you, and just hearing your story, and then mm-hmm. sharing with you some of the things that I know that you don't want to do. Don't 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 yeah. do that. Don't allow you as a man. Don't allow yourself to get to this place to where you're 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 feeling comfortable to do such and such. So uh, right. you know we call coaching, but really a lot of times it's almost an experience coach. Let me share with you my mistakes. And I think yeah, that yeah. if you're going to be a coach, if you're going to be uh, if you're going to be a pastor, and a lot of pastors miss this because uh, they don't share their 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 shortcomings. It, it's yeah, it's by me sharing yeah. where I came up short that helps you to avoid a lot of obstacles. Right, right, absolutely. Because people have, you know, they give a persona, and some pastors <laughs> give us the persona that they live yeah. a life of perfection, you know. And so yeah. we, we look yeah. at these individuals and we think like they have it all together, you know, they don't have mm-hmm. any issues and there's nothing. Or we, and we've seen it, you know, growing up um, in church and we saw, you know, first ladies and pastors and we thought they was just, you know, the, the staple, you know, of yeah. what a good yeah. marriage yeah. was. <laughs> but yeah. we had no idea, you know, what was going on behind scenes, some of like the infidelities or just lack of communication yeah. and all kind of things that, you know, could have been going on with that. And And I think that as a result of, not sharing our humanity, yeah. our human side, that it makes yeah. it so, it's just like so bad. Oh, my God, he, he, he failed. They, they're they getting the divorce. Okay, they're human. They're human. They did right. things just like, just, like the, just like brother so-and-so on the third row, which nobody is talking about because he's not up here in front of everybody. Right, right. Absolutely. And, 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 and for your personal opinion, why do you think that is? Why do you think it is that there's not often, and it depends on, you know, what congregation that you're a part of, a church or whatnot, but yeah. why is it that in some places of worship that these type of conversations are not being discussed in the church? Because one would assume that, you know, if, if we get some real topics and real things that are going on in marriages, yeah. it would often cut down divorce you know, uh, maybe even some possible infidelities and whatnot. So why do you think that a lot of people, uh, pastors, kind of steer away from, you know, sharing these type of things within their congregation? Personally, I believe that they're not equipped. They're they're not equipped. uh, A lot of people are equipped to be good preachers, but they're not equipped to really do what I think the Bible says is to disciple people. Because if I ever sit down with you and you share with me your story, at that moment, I've, I've almost taken responsibility. I've taken on a responsibility. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not against large churches. I'm not against mega churches. But I am, I am for training individuals to, to multiply right. themselves so that they understand, okay, you, you, if you're going to call yourself a minister, You've already you all you also have to take on the responsibility of understanding mm-hmm. that this process with this one individual is going to take time, and I don't think right. that a lot of ministers, pastors, are willing to put in that kind of time, even to the point that Bible study night is no longer Bible study night; it's just another preaching uh, opportunity yeah. for the pastor. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
Absolutely. Because Absolutely. because if I if I do Bible study, somebody might ask a question. <laughs> question may be beyond my sphere of knowledge, yes. and pride right. just won't let me say. Let me get back to you. I don't know. Right. 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 Absolutely, absolutely, and, and, and it's one of those things that you know. And, and we sit back and and we watch um, certain things that are going on um, in our churches and so forth. And so, a lot of times, uh, like you said, not knowing that our pastors are are you know equipped with that information because, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. we we get this persona, you know, that they they know it all and and, and that right. they know the right answers and, and so forth. And some pastors will go ahead and tell you stuff, even though it may not be. You know, 100% thorough, uh, but like you said, having that conversation to say, hey, you know what, I really don't know about this. Yeah. You know, let me let me try to do some research. Let me get back to you so that I can give you, you know, some more adequate and accurate, you know, information and insight. And you know one thing that I was not afraid to do while I was pastoring, um, and, and I used this at the time I didn't have teenage kids and I had a mother who was having problems with mm-hmm. her teenage kids. I called, I gave her the information. I called the pastor. Then I gave her his information for them to get together for him to give to counsel and talk to her because he had raised teenagers. Yeah. I yeah. hadn't. So it, it's almost like me trying to sit down and really thinking that I can be effective counseling someone who has a drug problem and I've never had one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I wanted to ask you, um, at, you know, being, being a pastor, uh, what is mm-hmm. life really like? Because oftentimes, you know, we uh, hear that, uh, you know, some pastors, um, you know, they they don't do go go do or do things by the book. So, do you think it's hard? Uh, of course, it's hard being a man in general or or a woman. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, for a pastor, do you feel that people look at you with a even you know they got the microscope out and making sure that you follow you know this 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 line this protocol um, as a pastor? I think that those pastors who are not transparent fall okay. into that okay. category of having people because I I mean let's be real we're from the street before we came to the church <laughs> right and we right. know we know we know even though we might keep put our finger on it we know when somebody is running game <laughs> and so, so my thing was my 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 thing is a pastor and, and I'm not pastoring right now. We we just tried to do a church plan here and and, and it didn't do well. So my wife is going to launch another ministry. So I'm really just okay. into the books and and the uh coaching right now, but I did pastor for okay. twenty five years. And and I found that, you know, when you when you're transparent and one of my things I used to tell people, I said, Hey, look, I'm 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 saved. I know I love the Lord. Hey, but when I walk through uh, part of the neighborhood, and I go to the little store. I still know what marijuana smells like. I still know my fingers still. I still know how to roll one up. I know how to roll it tight. And, and I have not, I have not forgot the taste. When I go in the store, I know what the wild iris roses smell like. The mad dog still tastes me. That bulls. You got to have that level of transparency if you really yes. want to reach. People that are struggling. 
you can't you can't make them think that you're up on some kind of pedestal because uh, you know we still battle with stuff and anyone that says that they don't battle battle with anything uh, they they're really in a in a place of uh, delusion for themselves. Right. Right. Absolutely, absolutely, and man, I, I am definitely, <laughs> I am definitely loving, loving this conversation. This is definitely yes. a very open and transparent conversation, and I definitely love it. Uh, what I want to do is, <laughs> what I what I want to do is, um, I want to take a little break, but when I come back, um, I want to talk, yes. of course, about this awesome book so you guys can see what's in store. I've been reading and taking notes. Um, for a while now, so I am definitely eager myself to ask them some questions uh, about some of the things in the book. Um, and so we're going to take a break, you guys, and want to come back with more, more Martin Wilson right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Are you looking for something to read that would take you to another place in time? Well, check out T.M. Brown's five-star rated book, Struggles of the Women Folk. This is the story of Georgie. She is a young black girl growing up in the 1940s in a small rural town in Virginia. It is a time of prejudice and poverty. Life is hard for Georgie, and she dreams of better life. She experiences great loss, betrayal, and heartache. She loses friends and family, as well as the love of her life. And still, she remains strong. T.M. Brown's signature writing style is captivating in this emotional and inspiring story that has a gritty dialogue. You will find it difficult to stop reading once you begin. Purchase your copy today on Amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com or through her website www.authortmbrown.com Again, that's www.authortmbrown.com Please show your support for this emerging queen sister author. 
Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, you guys, we are joined by the author of The Power of Our Choices, Choosing to Rethink Your Life, our very own Martin Wilson, you guys, that I am so excited about having him on the show this evening. Martin, of course, you got this awesome book, which just released um, last week. Is that correct? Last week. Yes, ma'am. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So tell us. Uh, what was your motivation? How did you come across uh, of putting this book in place? Uh, what was your uh, your draws of inspiration for creating such an awesome book? Well, um, a part of my, my journey also was uh, not trying to get stuck in a place of being religious. Um, mm-hmm. So in doing so, uh, I probably – started listening to some some authors and reading some books and material that the average preacher mm-hmm. wouldn't read, you know, the, the right. science of living, uh, the, the secret. Um, and, okay. and as I okay. began to read these things and, and really get into them, I didn't see that they were deterring from the Bible. They had simply took principles that we weren't using. Okay. So my journey through this book was to take some of those principles and to really just break them down and make them as simple as possible so Mm -hmm. that we as individuals can begin to really have within our knowledge base, the understanding that our life is not left up to chance, that it it really is based on the choices that we make. And that, that was so powerful to me. And I've seen people right. who have grabbed it and held on to it for a moment, and then they let it go after, mm-hmm. after you know, they see a, little, a few results, and then they let it go. But if we can ever just right. grab the idea, I can change my life by changing my thoughts. 
Right, right, absolutely. And, and do you think that when it comes to the perception and how people view their lives uh, today in 2016, my my thought process, which has been for a, lot, a while, is that we live mm-hmm. in a, a quote-unquote microwave society, you know, right. where we want things instantly. And sometimes yes. we, we don't realize the work, you know, and, and the dedication that it takes to make those things yes. happen. So do you think that a, a great a, a great amount of us um, are sitting in and we're wanting things to fall in our lap instead of, you know, kind of rolling up those sleeves and getting dirty and just making things happen ourselves? Truly, truly, I, I really yeah. believe that. Um, and, 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 and the hardest part is, uh, there's a quote that I often quote, that when you make up your mind, 90% of the journey is over. I believe that we have the the power and the potential to do, but the real hard part is people, like you said, rolling up their their mental sleeves, if you will, and just making up your mind, I can do this. I I don't have to wait for somebody to do it for me. I don't need to look for a handout. I can do this for myself. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and one of the things, um, I, I definitely don't, I don't want to give away too much of the book because we want people to purchase it for themselves. Please. But <laughs> one of the, the great things I definitely loved about it, um, you talked about um, submission and how submission is a choice. Um, in this book, mm-hmm. and so um, you also um, quoted your wife um, and saying that she 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 had a sermon where she said we we have too many people um, who um, often are giving God an okay but not a real yes. yes. Uh, these not are the people real. that hear God and acknowledge that they they are heard, uh, but never come into agreement with what they heard. And, and, and explain that, uh, because a lot of times, especially when it comes to, you know, submission, a lot of us, you know, we don't, I mean, just to be real, some people don't even want to submit to going to a nine-to-five, you know, <laughs> you know, just going yeah. to that nine-to-five job and, and doing what they need to do. Um, and so talk about the importance of, of why you added this part in this book on how submission is a choice. Well, and, and I think, you know, because I, I think as, and, and I have to say it as a, as a race of black people, we've mm-hmm. been made to look at submission as something that's bad. Um, yes. And we yes. carry that over into our relationships. We mm-hmm. carry that mm-hmm. over into our marriages. Uh, right. We've subconsciously and subliminally taught it to our children. But submission mm-hmm. is a choice. And I, I really believe the moment that you make that choice, submission is not a bad thing. Submission is is not a terrible facet uh, of, of consequences that we face when we submit. I, I really believe that. Um, and, and you know what? I've really come to find that the things that we need to submit to, the pain, the struggle, the difficulties surrounding that area are, are, are really there as a result of our struggle with submission. The mm-hmm. moment that we mm-hmm. submit, some of the struggle goes away. Absolutely. And do you think that when it comes to submission, I always think that usually people are afraid to submit because 
we we feel like we're relinquishing all of our power. You know, we, we have yeah. no control over over what's going on. So do you think it's more of a power struggle of I know I need to submit myself to this, but what happens if I if I just truly let go, you know, and, and submit myself fully to this? Yeah, I really do. I think I think that is that is definitely a factor. Uh and I think that that factor comes into play as a result of some bad, some earlier bad choices that we made where we mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. submit to the wrong situations and wrong Yes. Things. Yes. Uh and yes. and I often say this, I often say this uh that that the the enemy and 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 I use the word enemy very lightly devil I use that very lightly because I believe that the mm-hmm. the real enemy is the in, inner me if you can get that inner me mm-hmm. the me right. inside of me the things that I really fight with I, I really believe that there's so much that 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 happens when we're earlier in life that are really time bombs. They they really have no significance. You know, we cried over it, but it really wasn't that. It was just a relationship. But if, if the, but it planted a time bomb that is now going off to where you can't you 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 submitted in a relationship where there was really mm-hmm. no commitment, but now you're married, and the time bombs mm-hmm. that were planted in a relationship that never should have happened in the first place are now going right. off in your marriage. Right. Right. And you don't want, you don't want to submit now. There's a fear there. Uh, you know, what if this happens? And you know, Johnny hurt me, and Sally left me, and so. But but you're 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 in a whole different another realm now. But you can't. A lot of us can't function because of past hurts and past failures. And and, and I want you to explain because um, the importance. And I always talk about this. And I love to talk about this. The importance okay. of making sure that you deal. Um, with those past struggles because a lot of us, you know, we, we have things that we're dealing with, um, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, especially when it comes to um, women specifically that I've conversated mm-hmm. with, uh, we have a lot of issues when it comes to uh, relationships that we've had with men in the past or even relationships that we had with our fathers or lack thereof, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times, those issues are are pressed into our relationships, are pressed into our marriages, and it's not until you know we get deep into our relationships or marriages, or maybe early on, that there are certain things mm-hmm. that affect us. You know, um, and so we're we're constantly searching, you constantly searching for this love and this care and this undivided attention, and you can't yeah. figure out why. So, what's the importance of making sure, you know, that that we heal us first before we really step into, you know, relationships with other people? Because a lot of times we go in creating issues that really shouldn't exist, you know, yeah. in new relationships. I, I really believe, and you said you said some key things there to heal before. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think that it's hard to heal from something that you're on your way back into. Mm, um, yeah. And, and I say yeah. that because, and, and I have to, I have to pull some of the law of attraction into it because at the point that you're still hurting, your focus is on the pain. And you're only going to attract to yourself something that's like where your mindset is. 
Right. So if, if I just come out of a bad relationship and my relationship and my mindset, I, I'll never let nobody else do me like that. And, you know, and I put up with this <laughs> and I put up with that. All I can yeah. attract, I, can, yeah. I cannot attract a good person that's not going to do those things because my focus is not on what I want. My focus is on what I had. And, and I literally attract that into my life again. And, and I often use this right. illustration to to um, uh, to bring out the point of that. I was talking to a highway patrolman one time, and the highway patrolman used to work in the Sahara Desert. And mm-hmm. uh, and I told him, I said, I said, I bet you really don't have that many bad things to happen. And he said, you really wouldn't believe it. He said, because every time someone wrecked, 90% of the time they hit a uh, telephone pole. I said, with all the sand that they could run into, they run into poles? He said they run into poles wow. and signs. I said, why is that? He says, because the human natural tendency, when, they're, when, when things are starting to go wrong, they focus on what they don't want and they hit it. Hmm. Yeah. And we do that yeah. in our natural lives. We're focusing on what we don't want. And that's why we see people that go from one bad relationship right into another because they never took time to go through uh, and I wish I, I'm, I'm going to really get into finding out the five steps of healing. It's, it's really called the five steps of grief. You've got to be angry. You've got to go through that grieving period. You've got to go that through, through different stages until you can get to yeah. the point. So you can now say, well, now, well, what do I want? And I think that's another issue, too. A lot of people don't know what they want. Right. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it's very I mean, important to heal. No, I was just going to say it's very important to make sure that healing takes place. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, and that's the thing a lot of times um, because what happens is, you know, we, we, we go into relationships and, and, and if we haven't taken care uh, of the things of the past, those can, those build up on, you know, issues that we might even be dealing with in the present, but they really have nothing to do with our mate, you know, because we yeah. our current mate, yeah. because we didn't deal with these issues in that other relationship or that uh, other or that marriage, you know. Now mm-hmm. we're projecting, mm-hmm. you know, we're projecting this negative energy, yeah. um, these harsh yeah. words, you know, to our mate, and our mate is sitting there looking at us like, hey, hey, <laughs> you know, what's going on here? Like, this, yeah. is this really a, about me? Does it have anything to do with me? You know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, it, it's so vital because a lot of times you end up, we end up hurting so many good people, yeah. good people yeah. because we can't let it go. My my wife often says, "Hurting people hurt people." Yeah, you, you, it, when true. when you're right. when you're bruised and wounded, and, and the Bible says it like this: it says um, that that uh, when, when a person is hurt. It says that a root of bitterness will spring up defiling many. And to make that simple, that means, okay, Sally hurt me, but now I'm mad at the whole group. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was just one person, but now I'm taking it out on so many different people. And, and mm-hmm. it's, it's so important that we heal. It's so important that – and, and when, I, when, I, when I think about healing – I don't. I don't always. It really bothers me sometimes when I listen to preachers preach, because we try to make everything so super spiritual and super deep. You know, right. uh, a lot of times right. we think, well, that's a you know, that's a generation curse. Uh, there's one preacher he told me said that's just a generational curse that's on that family. I said no. I said because if you make it a curse, if you say that it's a curse, 
then you give them the excuse that it's something outside of themselves that they can't change. Right. I said, let's right. call it generational brokenness. Because mm-hmm. you can heal, you can you can get to yeah. a place where you can heal your own brokenness. You, they have not been okay. cursed. They're, this is just something that the the the, the father done, the, well the grandfather done, the son mm-hmm. saw it, and then the son carried mm-hmm. on the pattern. It's it's not uh, it you know we can call it a curse, but it, but I think mm-hmm. that a lot of times by making things so spiritual, then you know we're, we're really uh, I don't I don't know if you're old as I am. I used to watch the show uh, with with Skit Flip Wilson and the Geraldine. You know the devil made me do it. I'm like this because the devil. But it, and, and at that point, you can't take responsibility for your mm-hmm. actions if, if if you're in an environment, and I hate to say it, if you're in a church to where everything's a demon and a devil, you know, you know, and the devil just got all over me. No, you cuss because <laughs> you like to cuss. The cuss is in you. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Jesus wasn't like that. Jesus was, you know, Jesus said, you know, out of the abundance of a heart, a man speaker. In other words, you said it because that, I don't know why I said that. Yes, you do, because that's what you've been thinking. Mm-hmm. It's in you, and what's in you is going to come out. Absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that, you know, that saying that people have, you know, well, the devil made me do it. And like you said, a lot of times, you know, it has nothing to do with the devil. It, it, it's what no. you wanted to do. You know, you wanted to go oh, to the club oh. and party or drink or whatever, you know, be yes. promiscuous or whatever. That's the choice that you decided to do. But a lot of times, yes. you know, we're going to put it on the devil. We're going to put it on something. And like you said, going back to the, the you know, the, the curses upon their families, like that's something, you know, that I heard for years. And oftentimes yeah. people use yeah. that as a crutch, you know, because they're yeah. like, well, yeah. you know, that that's over my family, especially like if you have drugs or alcohol or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, everybody mm-hmm. assumes like, oh, that's just a little curse that's over their family. Well, what happens to someone trying to break this quote-unquote curse, yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> You know, why do we just give it a pass because grandma or granddaddy, you know, told you guys that this was a curse. Like, is anybody planning on, you know, healing this curse or or breaking this curse anytime soon? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And and, and there's a a quote that I often quote to people when I'm coaching with them, and it says, let the weak say, I am strong. And Mm -hmm. in, 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 Saying that, let the let, let, you got to really catch that. Let the weak say, "I am strong." In other words, the strength that you that you that you really need is not there, but you can call it into existence. But if I'm always putting the blame for my situation outside of myself and on somebody else then I can't change my situation. I really. But what, right. what are they doing, Alcoholics Anonymous? I am an alcoholic. Right, right. You can't you can't say I'm an alcoholic because my daddy. You got to say I am an alcoholic. I, uh-huh. and in essence, what you, right. In essence, what I'm saying is these are the choices I've made. Right. Right, and I think that's taking, where taking, real healing. You know, and that's the thing though about you know just taking responsibility, you know, for the things that we do, you know, and and mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately that's the thing. It's hard for us, you know, to take responsibility and say, you know, th- this is what I wanted to do. You know, nothing yeah, made me yeah. do. You know, nothing outside of this, uh, you know, made me do these things. You know, this is what I decided to do. You know, and, and that's a hard thing and a hard pill for some people to swallow because they're so used to throwing it off on other things, 
rather than you know mm-hmm. taking that you know taking that charge and, and dealing with it. And, and it goes and brings me to um, another chapter, uh, another segment in your book. You talk about the choice uh, to obey God, and in there you talk about life and reality. And, and mm-hmm. so, and I and I thought that this was so important because oftentimes, and I and I, I spoke on this earlier in the week. We get the two mm-hmm. totally confused when it comes to yep. life and reality. <laughs> and so, what 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 made you? I'm I'm gonna I'm share my little piece in a minute, but I want to know for okay. you, Mark, what made you decide to put this segment in there? Because I think it was an awesome one. Um, life and reality: the choice to obey God. Well, the, the I guess the thing that really uh, brought me to that reality that there's reality and there's life is when I, I really started looking at the perception of individuals. You can have five people in the same room experiencing the same situation, but each person will experience what is life in that room from their own reality. Absolutely. What may be a problem for me, and I'm sitting there all perplexed, you may sit down beside me and say, well, well, Pastor Wilson, you know, Coach Wilson, all you got to do is do this right here and move this around, and here you go. Now it's fixed. But my reality was, and, 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 and I think that it's so important that we, that we distinguish life from reality, so that we can, I believe that we can easier maneuver ourselves through life when we understand that there's a difference between what we're calling life and what is really the reality. Because reality Absolutely. is something that is happening within you, not happening outside of you. Right, right. Absolutely. And, and for me, I think, um, and mm-hmm. I talk about this all the time, uh, about <laughs> reality shows. Uh, mm. And I'm, as, as I say, I'm a re- recovering uh, reality show junkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm recovering. I'm recovering from that. But when you watch these reality shows, I think this is mm-hmm. this has become some of the issue, especially for um, our, our younger folks, um, our younger adults, is because we we look on these shows and we see. You know, some of the things that these people have, whether it be materialistic things and all of this. And so in our minds, we're thinking, okay, well, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. But we don't realize Mm -hmm. what those people had to do and go through to to have those lives, to to, to be in those positions. Yeah. And and the thing about it is that, you know, it's not reality for some of them every day. You know, some of them are sitting around twiddling their thumbs, wondering what their next move is, just like everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, who's Mm -hmm. not on camera. So a lot of times it's hard for people to disassociate, you know, hey, that's reality. You know, but but (laughs) what I'm going through daily is life. The fact that I'm I'm trying to get through this relationship, the fact that I'm trying to get over this addiction, the fact, you know, I'm trying to make something of myself, that's life. You know, so oftentimes we get so manipulated, you know, and kind of brainwashed, you know, by the things mm-hmm. that we see on reality shows and social media that it just kind of, you know, throws people for a loop. Yeah, yeah, it, it really, it really has, I really believe that uh, reality shows and the media in general has really warped our culture, our, our um, the mindset. Uh, I, I was just sharing this with someone just the other day, and I think 
and and I and don't get me wrong, I love these particular movies, but I think there are some major movies that really hurt our culture. Boys mm, in the absolutely. Hood. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, 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 New Jack City. New Jack City. Uh, and the, that one one that wasn't really popular, but it was the King of New York. And I'm sure we could name other ones. Because it, right. it, what it did was it created a whole new culture. And now yeah. that culture yeah. has filtered in so much that, like you said, now we have reality shows about right. that culture being produced. That's true. But that's true. Yeah. But that's not, I promise that's not real life because you're only showing my mountaintop experiences in that 30 minutes. Like you said, there are some times where those same people that we're seeing are only there. And, and think about it. They probably filmed that show over a year of a year's span. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're showing all my mountaintops. You're not showing when I had my, my head in my hands and I done told y'all to turn right. the camera off and get out of here. That's right. That's right. It's not real life. Yeah. It's not real life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and that's why we constantly, and, and also my uh, one of my co-hosts that I do a show with, uh, Anthony Collins, who, who's also an author, um, he wrote a book mm-hmm. called Life is Outstanding, uh, but he, he, he often talks about, you know, how uh, we have to make sure that we soak up you know, positivity, meaning that you have to make sure, you know, that wherever you feed yourself, you know, is something that's mm-hmm. going to nurture you, you know, and, and, and progress you to the next stage, you know. So if we constantly mm-hmm. are seeing ourselves negativity or that false reality, you know, that, that reality mm-hmm. versus life, you know, we, we, yeah. we're constantly digging ourselves in holes, and so we have to feed mm-hmm. our bodies things that are going to motivate us to do better and to want to do better, you know, instead of, you know, just deciding, okay, you know, this is the way life is, you know. Uh, But, man, I've truly enjoyed having you on here. And and I want to ask you, um, for you, with this book, um, the book, The Power of Our Choices, Choosing to Rethink Your Life, what do you want people to walk away, you know, when people purchase this book and they finish reading, what do you want people to be able to walk away um, and take away um, from this book? I really want them to be empowered yeah. with the understanding that there is a there is a power within you as an individual, and, and it's not some great magical thing. It is the power of making choices. It is the power not only to make choices, but what uh, what I call destiny decisions, to make those choices that really have the power to uh, change your tomorrow by starting today. Uh, I I want them to walk away from this book understanding that the path only exists in your mind, and you can choose to release that thing Understand that it has the only you know, the only power that your path has is again the power that you choose to give it uh, in your present mm-hmm. moment. So I, I really right. believe that it, anyone that wants to change their life wants to begin uh, the process of moving forward. I believe this book is is really um, even though it has scripture in it, I, I don't think that this is just a, this is not a church book. I, I really don't right. think it's a church book. Most people that read it, they're gonna say, well. 
I didn't get that out of James 10 and 13. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, one one of the, one of the areas that I have a degree in is metaphysics, which is, which deals with cause and effect. And so I've learned to look at scripture from a whole new uh, uh, direction that will really help people to make some major changes in their life uh, fairly quickly if they would just grab the concept. Absolutely. 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 And and one of the things that I like about this book, um, as a reader, and as you mentioned, um, there are are scripture, but but, uh, just to be real in in all things, sometimes when people – um, overpopulate their, their books with, with scriptures. We miss the message. Mm-hmm. If that makes miss sense, the message. you know, because we're yeah. we're so yeah. caught up in oh, let me okay. He quoted Matthew, you know, chapter twelve, mm-hmm. verse seven. Let mm-hmm. me go and you know, let me go and see what this says. Yeah. And we're trying to, you know, we're trying to do all this heavy research and discover, you know, what this person is trying to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like the fact that you you're giving us a straight message, but you're also giving us if people want, you know, that reference to go to and. And, you know, when it comes to the Bible, I like that as well. So it, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's that Bible study. It's that it's that unconventional but realistic Bible study yes. version book, yes. um, what I like about it. So I, I'm glad that um, you have created this, and I, I'm happy for you, and I'm excited to see, Thank you. you know, what people are going to get out of um, this awesome book. And before um, I do let you go, tell the folks out here how they can go about um, connecting with you as well as purchasing this book. You can go to my official website, which is coachmartinwilson.live. Uh, that is my official website. I'm also on Facebook at Coach Martin Wilson. Uh, that's my personal page and my business page. You can find me there. I'm also on Twitter at Coach Martin W1. Also on Instagram, Coach Martin Wilson. Uh, pretty much all the social media outlets you can find me. If you want to get a copy of the book, you can uh, get the copy of the book on Amazon, Create a Space, and they, it also has the uh, Kindle version. And please keep an eye out there. There is another book already in the making. Uh, I, I told some of my friends I'm going straight secular with this one. This one has no scripture in it, but it's really going to be very motivating. So I ask that you do uh, pray for us in our efforts to get it out. Also, the name of it is going to be Results Do Not Lie. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I definitely love it, and I'm going to uh, make sure I share the information on um, our Beautiful Butterfly Show page on Facebook mm-hmm. and my personal page um, as well so you guys can have access to, access to it as well. And so as we close out, uh, for those out here, they're, they're searching, uh, Martin. They, they're searching their purpose yeah. um, and their desire uh, for, for where they need to be. Uh, in this world, uh, what would be Martin's words of encouragement and inspiration um, to those out there? My, my my closing words of inspiration are words that have truly inspired me and been a guidance for me that when you change the way you see things, the things that you see, the things that show up in your life, the people that will show up in your life, the things that happen in your life, will change. Absolutely. 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 I love it. I've had such a pleasure uh, talking with you tonight. It has been phenomenal. And I hope that you'll come back again, 
and, and join me I here on the show. To. I would love to have you. <laughs> I would love to. And my wife actually has a book that I think we're going to be able to get it out this week. So I'm trying to get her get her out of her shyness, and I'd love to try to yes. push her your way also. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would love to have her. I actually saw, uh, I believe I did, I saw her book um, on Facebook as well. So, yes, tell Miss Wilson that she is definitely welcome over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show as well. I would definitely love to have her, and we definitely will work it out. And and she'll feel comfortable. Tell her she'll have a good time over here. Definitely. (laughs) I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. So once again, thank you so much for coming on here. I definitely appreciate your time. Uh, make sure you guys who are out there listening, you go and you purchase this awesome, awesome book, you guys. It's entitled The Power of Our Choices, Choosing to Rethink Your Life by no other than Coach Martin Wilson, you guys. So I hope that you have a fantastic uh, rest of your evening and week, and uh, I'll be talking with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. All right, you guys, that was Coach Martin Wilson, you guys, author of The Power of Our Choices, Choosing to Rethink Your Life. You guys, make sure you go out uh, and purchase this book, available, as he said, on your Kindle, on Amazon. Um, I'm going to be sharing his link as well um, so you guys can access that. Um, If you guys even want to know even more about him, make sure you go to his website, www.coachmartinwilson.live, you guys. And uh, so if you're looking for someone um, as a coach, a speaker, all that good stuff, make sure you connect with him, and I'm sure he will uh, work with you on that. And so once again, I want to definitely thank him for coming on here. I appreciate his time. Love, love the book. You guys know that if I say I love it, I love it. Uh, So the B5 has given her a stamp of approval on this awesome book, um, you guys. And so I'm so thrilled. Uh, to have him uh, be a part of the show tonight. So with that said, you guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here, and I'll see you guys back again on next Tuesday. We're going to have another phenomenal guest uh, for you guys. We're going to have gospel artist Marika uh, Marika Chislam. She's coming out of Atlanta, Georgia. She's going to be joining us. So gospel artist Marika Chislam will be here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show this coming Tuesday. That's May 10th, you guys. Um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So once again, we want to thank Martin so much for joining us tonight. Uh, We hope you guys have a great and fantastic rest of your weekend, and we'll see you back here again next week. Tonight, thank God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's faithful to all the big promises. Y'all help us tonight. Just say this. Faithful. 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 Faithful is our God. Faithful. Faithful. Faithful is our God. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, Faithful.
in Louisiana, he's faithful. Everybody say faithful. Come on, can you help us sing it? Everybody say faithful.